0: Welcome to another young female entrepreneurs if you are like me you're sitting down and you're goal planning whether it's straight up goals or resolutions you're making them and you're going to declare them to the world and tonight we're talking with Erin. Erin is the founder of Pixology and now the new Glimpse magazine she's all about supporting other female entrepreneurs especially the creative type so stay tuned for the entire episode. Jennifer Dono. I'm your host for this evening. You're watching the Young Female Entrepreneurs Live Show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here in the Ovali TV studio. Tonight's episode, episode 42, is all about goal setting and it is brought to you by Ovali. Ovali TV to be exact. Uh, Ovali TV hosts and produce live video events built to meet your objective. Visit ovali.tv to request a free 30-minute consultation today to find out more about going live with your brand. I'm very excited because I am one of the owners of Ovali TV, and we're doing a lot of new fun testing stuff, and I was just telling Aaron, um, we were playing around, Aaron, our guest, who's going to be on in just a few minutes, uh, we were playing around, and you can now watch the show on the TV. So it's not like you're just... You're not watching an internet show or a computer show or anything like that. It, for those of you that have Apple TV, you can um, share the, the the show live. You can click live. See, like, I have this uh, for any of you that want to know the secrets of how we do this stuff. This is Apple TV and an iPad. And so you can just click play. And it's going to play um, just like, okay, I should turn that off. <laughs> There goes the bandwidth. So, hopefully, that didn't ruin everything for you guys. But so, very cool. I'm very excited about that. But anyway, so if you're just tuning in live now, we're talking about goal setting with Erin. And Erin, she founded Pixology, it's a design studio a few years ago. It's more than a few. She's been in the game for a while now, and (laughs) uh, she's all about supporting other female entrepreneurs. I'm going to introduce you to her in just a few minutes, but all of the questions that we have for her are really geared towards goal setting, and that's what we're talking about in the YFE chat that's corresponding. That's You can see her back in the background, Um, so if you're on Twitter, you can go ahead and tweet over at YFE chat. Can we put this up in the corner? (laughs) that's the hashtag you can tweet us at and um we'll be putting questions out there we're going to do that every thursday at 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern corresponding with this live show so try and make it live so you can participate in the chat and meet your peers uh so anyway that's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the evening the I want to go through a couple things before we get to that point. YFECon, the replays are up. It's really big if you it's10 dollars for the replays. So YFECon was a online conference, a virtual conference that we made available to our community. Back in November, if you want to watch the replays, it's $10. And if you purchase the replays from now, between now and January 8th, you can get invited to our attendees. We're doing kind of a post event uh, LinkedIn speed networking. Um, There was some issues with the, it's a beta, it's a beta application basically, um, beta network. And so they had a couple little glitches here and there, and so we're going to do it again and try and make up for those for the attendees. So you can attend, too, on January 8th. Find out more about it at YfEcon.com. Um, Like I was saying, tonight's theme is all about goal setting. Uh, last week was with Michelle Moore. I have her image up there, if you can pull that up. Um, yeah gorgeous, gorgeous woman and she gave so many great advice and um, po- points of advice especially for photographers that are just getting started trying to build a portfolio so I definitely recommend checking that one out um, and then, okay, so if you want to watch this episode or other episodes uh, at a later time, you can find us at YouTube at YouTube.com slash YFEntrepreneur and on iTunes, both the video and the audio, which is really cool because I adore Erin she's one of the first young female entrepreneurs I met over here in the Seattle area, and I'm really excited because all of you that are getting new gadgets and you're hooking up your iTunes onto your iPhones or whatever it is that you're using, you're going to get her podcast first, so very cool about that, Um, and so the next few weeks are really fun. Um, Julie Seigel, I don't know if I'm pronouncing pronouncing her last name correctly, but she's a, a Dear Kate uh there's Julie. She is um my next guest on December 27th. So she's going to be the last guest of 2012. Um and she her her company, she actually created um underwear. <laughs> It's interesting. You have to check it out. Dear Kate, I'll make sure I have all the links up. I'm not going to talk about it now. Just make you sure you check it out. And we're talking about the theme of change. She just underwent a rebrand, and I know that's a popular question for everyone. And then January 3rd is huge. Pumpkin Plan is happening. Um, The author of, of The pump, Pumpkin Plan, Mike Michalowicz, is going to be... Um, interviewed by the Bootstrap Book Club ladies of kickstartkitchen.com, and they are going to be talking to him about some of the questions that the uh, book club have, and I'm going to tell you about that in a second, how you can submit your question to them. Um, So before we go on, we're going to go ahead and do our little tout-outs. We've got a few of them tonight. The first one that we have that's lined up is uh, by Tracy of Sincerely Yours. Yes, we have a channel. So if you you tag – I like how I'm like – see if I can do this. Okay, <laughs> I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm not like totally in the right headspace tonight. Even. Um. So anyway, uh, if you tag your touts with YFE TV, we can grab. I mean, there you're also put on that channel that's next to CNBC and Zappos, which is super cool. So anyway, our first one is by sincerely yours. She, she's telling us about a cool new launch that's coming up. Hey everybody it's Tracy with Sincerely Yours by Tracy. We are so excited for our new designs to hit 2013. We have our service to help you guys remember all your clients and employees. So give us a call. We'd be glad to help you out. And then uh, the next one is by Jules of kickstartkitchen.com, and she is giving you an example of what to do. So you go to tout.com and you do a 15-second video that's asking Mike Michalowicz a question. Um, You can also do something like what Tracy just did where she's talking about a product launch, or you can do something about like what Corey's going to do in just a second. But let's hear from Jules. She's going to give you an example of how you could pose a question to Mike.
1: Hi, my name is Jules Taggart, and here is my question for Mike. Many of the ways that we have to market ourselves as bootstrapping entrepreneurs are limited by either time or space. Tweets and touts are just a couple of examples. So once you relabel yourself, how do you get to the point quickly and tell people what you do?
0: All right, and our last tout, and I'm very excited about this because the CEO and the CMO of tout were tweeting with um, YFE today, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, So our last tout of the day is by Corey. um, And Corey, I know you're on the chat. Let me make sure I have your last name right. I think it's Feldman. You should make sure. Well, she talks about it on the tout, so I'm just going to go ahead and play. It's about our theme tonight and what her big goal is for the next year. And if you share Corey's goal, make sure that you chat it in.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Corey Freeman and my main goal for 2013 is to make at least $5,000 a month. You can view more of my goals at CoreyFreeman.me slash goals.
0: Thanks for watching! Nuts. Corey Freeman. Thanks, Corey. Me slash goals is what she was talking about. So, again, um, go to tout. Make sure that you do that. We've also got some cool new things over on Facebook.com slash YF Entrepreneur about asking questions to the community and having the community answer them. So, make sure that you check out Facebook.com slash YF Entrepreneur to get the skinny on the QA stuff. Um, so, let's go ahead and welcome Erin in because she's been waiting patiently in our virtual green room. I'm so, so grateful to have Erin on. Before I Hold on. Before you bring her in, let's make sure. I want to read out your her bio because it's always so fun to read about these these awesome women. So Erin Anacker, and I hope Erin that I'm pronouncing your last name right. Um, she she when I knew her, she went by a different name. Um, well, you know when I first met her, when I when I first met her. <laughs> She's the founder of Pixology, a business dedicated to supporting women in graphic design. Pixology nurtures business betterment, I like that word, betterment, and encourages community using design as a means of connection and knowledge sharing. In October of this year, Erin launched the very first volume of Glimpse, which is gorgeous. If you haven't subscribed yet, you need to. A digital magazine featuring independent female graphic designers who are rocking it. I know there's a a number of graphic designers watching right now on the chat, so make sure you guys check that out. In her spare time, Erin enjoys hands-on creative projects, ranging from sewing on her 1933 Singer sewing machine to building fixed gear bikes. The girl, like, she if she really listed out all of her hobbies, you'd be very impressed. She also is an avid outdoor adventure seeker, lover of dogs, and intentional wine drinker. Erin, welcome on to the show. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you, Jen. Isn't, I'm honored. Isn't her office gorgeous, everyone? I was telling her, I love the colors. She's such a designer. Oh, yeah, and the typewriter is there.
1: I know. I just got it. I'm very excited.
0: It's beautiful. So, Erin, uh, let's talk a little bit about Glimpse. So we just went over your bio. Uh, what led to the point of Glimpse magazine coming into creation? You were, When I first met you, you were a hardcore designer, but you were a little different than some of the other young female entrepreneurs I had met at the time. You were very c- uh, collaborative. I met a lot of other designers because of you. Uh, so tell us about the progression of how you started Glimpse.
1: Um, well I guess I should give a little bit of background to what I was doing before I started this new direction of supporting women in design. Um, in 2008 I started Pixology as a web design company and um, built it up over four years and uh, felt fairly unsatisfied simply because of my own strengths weren't being utilized within the business. So. I hired a coach who is super awesome, uh, Molly Mayhar of Strajoy, and Love, did that in April of this year. And through that process, uh, we could talk about it later, but discovered a lot of things about myself and the type of business that would best fit me. And through um, those discoveries, I kind of came up with this idea of Glimpse um, featuring other women and really encouraging entrepreneurship. Um, creating connection and hopefully building the design community specifically for women because I feel like there's a lack of community there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, jostling for the best being the best designer and I think that there's a lot more to be had than just being the best
0: okay, so I'm sorry <laughs> the producer was trying to motion to me because my hair was messed up, so I apologize for that. <laughs> Um, Not to ruin the story, because it was, I think the the natural progression of how you started, um, when you said something to me on Skype about starting this magazine, it just seemed like, okay, I kind of almost felt like you had already been doing that for some time, but on a more kind of one-on-one organic manner so in 2013 another project that for those of you that have subscribed to glimpse for some time now um you've known you know about because you got it in the email a couple weeks ago you're also going to be starting a site that is curated um a curated site for female designers work so is 2013, I mean, this show is all about goal setting. Is 2013 already mapped out for you? Have you already, like, figured out exactly all the plans that you need to, you know, you need to meet, all the goals you need to, to get to? Of course,
1: every hour and every minute is detailed. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, I have a couple big items that I want to accomplish, but um, I'm trying hard to be more intentional with, with how I approach things and not get so wrapped up in what I feel like I should do um, and really think about why I should be doing uh, the things that I want to accomplish and how they fit with my, um, my business principles and my personal desires for connection and uh, genuine relationship.
0: So was this something that you worked on with Molly? I think I might be getting ahead of myself a little bit. But as far as figuring out what those bigger goals are, our bigger values, is that something that you in- intentionally sat down and kind of wrote down?
1: Um, kind of. With With Molly, it was more, um, what, what do I want to do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> and my business being a major component of that um, I'm very extroverted. I really love uh, directly impacting people's lives and I didn't feel like that was really being accomplished doing websites. Um, it didn't have as as um, as deep of purpose for me. So Molly helped me to kind of take a step back and look at all the different things going on in my life and when I felt energized and when I felt low and eventually came up with needing to share my knowledge, and um, directly connect with people on a more personal side of business, if that makes sense.
0: And at what point of the year uh, did you say that you did this?
1: I think it was in April, in April. April through oh. June.
0: So from April to June, you were really figuring this stuff out, and when did you start to really put it into action?
1: Um, well, immediately, but I didn't... Do it 100% until August when I fired all of my web clients.
0: Wow. Okay. Let's talk about that really fast. Yeah, we are reading the Pumpkin Plan in Bootstrap Book Club, and ladies that are on the chat, I know you're probably gonna have a question about firing your clients. So let's hear about what, how did you do that? What was the process like? What I mean, because we were talking about it before, and Aaron was just like, Jen, I don't do client work anymore which you had, you, were, you had a very successful design company, and it's not like you were failing or anything like that. It's very successful client work. You did gorgeous stuff, very satisfied people. Um, what, did it, what was it like to fire them?
1: Um, can I say liberating? <laughs> uh, well, it was tough, mostly because I had built relationships with these people, a lot of which were women, and um, I felt very strongly about making sure they were taken care of. So, like you said, it, it was definitely a process. It wasn't just a fire off a hundred emails and say uh, goodbye. It was, okay, wrap this one client up, make sure everything's uh, good to go with them, the next client and the next project, and make sure everything's closed out, um, telling the, more, um, the bigger clients and the people I felt a little bit more connected to uh, first before I sent out the general blast as hey, I'm doing something new. I'm really excited about it. Um, and I think people will automatically get excited for you. No one's going to hate you for, you know, making a change in your business because it's something that's best for you. So I think that in the back of my mind helped me say no to a lot of other projects that came up.
0: Corey Freeman's on the chat saying that she fired a client once and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, So it doesn't have to be a negative process. But I I think you brought up some good points there that while you did decide that there was a change to be made, there was still a lot of work in order to to really fully realize that or to actually put that plan into place. Um, So not to not to just, you know, change directions right away. Right. But so most of us know about SMART goals, so the acronym S-M-A-R-T goals. Uh, do you subscribe to any particular goal-setting method as someone that's building a business in the creative field? Or do you do you really um, kind of let caution fly to the wind and just kind of like scribble things out? What, what do you do?
1: Um, neither.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I really don't believe in subscribing to other people's methods unless you really – truly evaluated yourself and um take taking the time to figure out what you need before you go out and try and do someone else's goal setting method um, again with the being intentional versus doing something that you feel like you should do um, i i find so much more power in knowing why i'm doing something and making sure that it really matches up with who i am as a person and And what I'm doing as a business and the accomplishments and the desire to create things or accomplish things will naturally flow out of that process.
0: I think that's interesting that you brought that up because on the tweet chat right now, I'm at positive and free. Uh, that's her Twitter handle, she's talking about how she tries to focus on uh, how she wants to feel in setting goals, Um, which it sounds like it's kind of a similar little scenario that she's talking about is the feeling and what she really wants to get to rather than focusing on the the goal. Uh,
1: Yeah, I'd say um, gut instinct versus emotional response. I might make that distinction there.
0: Very interesting. So, alright, so now we're getting to the Molly with Stratojoid stuff. Because this was it sounds like this was a big part of, you know, I don't want to give Molly all the credit. You can do that or not, whatever you want to do. But it sounds like this was really uh, influential with you just trying to figure out exactly what it is that you wanted to do out of life. Because like I said, for all of you that are just tuning in now live, we're talking with Erin of Pixology and her website, just in case you guys want to know that, um, is down there. Oh, I don't know if I actually added the lower third with the with the website but it's pixologyrules.com um oh and there I have glimpsemag.net and that'll take you to a similar place but um if you have a question for Erin, she is the keeper of the of the female designers, the head of the of the gathering, the head of the collaborative movement for them. Um, so ch- you can type them into the chat and or tweet them in, and hopefully someone will field them over to me. But um, so let's talk about Molly of Strategy. She uh, based off of subscribing to Glimpse, you talked a little bit about this. So at the end of the year, the year, do you go all ritualed out? Kind of like I feel like Molly's a little bit like that, where she has candles going or like she has to be in a specific retreat or something like that what does the environment look like when you sit down and you try and strategize and you figure out what your plans are and how to get to them
1: um, first thing Molly is fantastic and if you don't know about her you have to check her out um, she's a close friend and a really um, an amazing person who is has the ca- capacity to dig within you and help you figure out uh, what you need to do, either business or personal. Um, so big praises to her. Um, for the annual ritual New Year's resolutions, I really don't like that stuff. I, <laughs> um, I again, i I always go back to being intentional, and that needs to be, for me, a daily thing, uh, which is really difficult to do. Being present and really understanding what you're doing and why. So, the New Year's resolution, I feel like, is totally a moot point. It's it's irrelevant to me because I every day is the day that I want to look at what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Um, and the other portion of that is kind of stepping off of what you should do and what you should not do or why you should do it. Um, New Year's resolutions often fail because people don't actually dig within themselves and understand why they're doing it. They subscribe to a gym or say, I'm never going to do this type of work again, uh, but they don't really understand why or make that paradigm shift within themselves. So really digging in and doing that on a daily basis is how I approach goal setting or strategy annually so- daily.
0: Well, and that's interesting because a lot of females, I feel like, have that approach where it's almost the start of a, you know, it's fresh, it's exciting, it's a time where you can just sit down and say, this year I'm going to lose X amount of pounds or I'm going to do this, whatever it is. Jules Tagger is asking a lot of great questions in the chat, but the one that she just asked was, what kind of daily rituals do you use to remain intentional? So if you're talking about doing the daily thing, making sure that you're true, you stay true to yourself, do you do some kind of checks and balances? What does that look like? Uh, it's a process. <laughs>
1: um, I'm not always the best at sitting down and and um, thinking about it as the first thing, but that's what I try to do. Instead of opening email or Facebook or Twitter and getting distracted immediately, I try to either open my calendar or open my to-do list or project list and look at the things that I want to accomplish in you know three to six months and the things that I can do today two to three things that I can do today to accomplish those.
0: So since we're on that subject, Michelle Moore of the last um, episode, so if you guys are watching live, try and check that out. It's episode 41. Erin is 42. And uh, she talked a little bit about managing, balancing her life. So doing email at specific times, focusing on her creative work at specific times, having work hours. And you're someone, I feel like, that does that really well. Um, You just went on a Facebook like sabbatical. And I notice a lot of women doing that. I'll see every once in a while people say, I'll check you, I'll see you in 2013 or something like that. Is that, what's the why? Like, why are you staying away from Facebook? Why are you intentionally limiting when you look at certain things?
1: Um, I think it comes down to boundaries and being able to set them and maintain them so that you can be more successful or more creative within that boundary or within that parameter um, i love what michelle moore talked about with um, only setting aside certain amount of time or certain blocks of time for different things i think you know figuring out what part of the day you're most energetic and using that part more most effectively so i feel the most energetic in the morning and if i book a lot of Calls or appointments during that time, I feel totally exhausted by the time I need to come home and sit down and work. So maybe flipping that on its head and using my morning time more strategically so that I can accomplish more throughout the day.
0: You know, I've always looked at people, people do that all the time to me. I'll get these annoying auto replies or whatever it is. Michelle Moore has one of them. I love her to death, but she has an auto reply like that. And I'm just like, seriously, you can't just email me back. But since hearing her speak last Thursday, I am a web host by nature and I am a workaholic and I'll answer someone right away on my iPhone. But since then I've really been thinking about, okay, how what is my email practices? How is that affecting my work day? How is that affecting my time with my family? And for whatever reason I've gone over to the errand and the creative side where I'm trying to really hone down those those boundaries. So I think there's a lot of um, a lot of value in really looking at how you're letting outside influences influence the rest of your day. Um, So, great reminder on that point. Now, as far as outside influences go, again, in networking, you are definitely a networking wizard. You know everyone. Literally, she does. She knows every single person out there. Um, Like I was saying, when I first met Erin, she was working with clients, and she would introduce me to her direct competitors, people that were going after the similar market as her, and she was always very supportive of them and very like, what can I do to help you, to everyone? So as far as Glimpse Magazine goes and the work that you're doing now to support other female designers, uh, what is how does networking play into your goals, and um, are they part of the the larger plan, getting out and meeting people, being active online?
1: Uh, most definitely, yeah. Um, number one, I think relationships are the key to life and the key to business. So if you can focus uh, genuinely on those and build them to be strong and flourishing, then you will succeed in both. Um, that's a lot easier said than done in a lot of cases. Um, but, well, especially, I should clarify, especially in service-based businesses, relationships are a lot bigger factor than in a commodity type business Um, ask your question again
0: well, it was not a very good question cuz I was like is, <laughs> is networking going to be a big part of your goals and you said, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so <you answered> it. <laughs> so let's okay. let's take it in the direction of how is there a, a specific system or a method that you use to keep track of people in the creative sphere in the creative place. I kind of feel like you are just warm and fuzzy and you just love everyone and you're just really good about this, but is there some method to your madness where you actually have, maybe you use a calendar or something that says remind, reminder to follow up with this person?
1: Um, yes and no. I think whoever I naturally feel connected to, um, whether it's in some sort of Twitter conversation or on, in an online course or in person, Um, I try my best to follow up with that person with an email and then maybe even a Skype date or an in-person coffee date because I think that really solidifies your interest in someone um, to be, again, intentional and um, to be the initiator of that um, connection and that relationship. So right now I am trying to connect with one of those people per week on an ongoing basis so that I'm constantly making those new connections and learning about other people's businesses um, I think it's always mutually beneficial to a connect with people in your industry and and um, see how they're doing it because I, I don't believe that it's a zero-sum game I think there's a lot of design work out there for people in the creative field um, and the other part is connecting with people who aren't in your industry so that you can learn how you know other people are doing it so you're not in a vacuum and constantly looking inward, you're also looking outward.
0: Okay, so since um, since you talked a little bit about uh, your advice for creative people and making sure that you even go to your competitors and look at them and you know talk to them and figure out what it is that they're doing, is that part of your mission with Glimpse? What is your mission behind doing? You know, switching, pivoting that a little bit. What do you want to see designers do? Do you want them? Do you think it would be most beneficial to the community for female designers to be working together? what is your long-term vision for
1: that? Um, I think there are two questions there. What mission, is
0: the, Mission and vision. Yeah.
1: Mission of glimpse and the vision of my business.
0: Yeah. The, the vision of your, your, your new move, your new focus.
1: Okay. Um, so the new focus is to support women in design and that will manifest in several different ways. One of them is glimpse, um, through glimpse I want to encourage entrepreneurship inspire one another and um, create organic connections where uh, we are learning from other people's stories and and getting excited about our own story because of the successes that have come before us um, the other portions of the my business will be um, the uh, Curated Designer website, Curated Art Designer Art, I'm not speaking very clearly right now, um, and that will hopefully do the same thing, which is help support one another and get excited about doing little side projects and um, create some sort of connection and collaboration within that, those um, hand-picked designers that will be doing the artwork. Um, and then in like six months from now I hope to launch an e-course but I have yet to really define what that will be so that's on the horizon.
0: So you have a lot going on yeah I mean we could talk for ages about um, your views on collaboration versus competition but that's a whole other subject in of itself and I wanted to before we end I want to make sure that we get in this last question about um I mean it is we're talking about goal setting and a lot of um, A lot of young women enter into entrepreneurship with the idea that you're going to start this business and it's going to do great, so by the time you want to have kids, you can stay at home with them and that you can have that flexible lifestyle. So how has family planning played into your goal setting for your business and if it has at all? I mean, what does that look like for you?
1: Uh, Well, I just got married in March, so family planning is a whole new realm that I haven't uh, ever explored before then. Um, I think it plays a huge role I can no longer make decisions on my own I mean within my business I do but it still has an impact on my husband and future children so I think having that conversation and making sure that um, I'm intentionally including him in the process and making sure he's on board with what I'm doing and and or you know, if I'm not going in the right direction to have him be able to say, hey, you know, you might want to refocus.
0: So what advice would you give to those that are just getting married or thinking about having kids? Um, Do you have advice when it comes to setting goals? Do you think that they should be uh, thinking in terms of when they want to have children, when they want to get married, and and how far they want to take their business? I know you talked about a little bit specific piece, but do you think in the big picture of, um, as a young woman, should you be taking into account those like more traditional things?
1: If that's what you want, yeah. I, I think it's really important to think about that and, and make sure that, again, you're being intentional. Um, I intentionally wanted a business that was a little bit more self-sustaining, something that could be a little bit more scalable, where I could put in less time and get more out of it. So this step now will hopefully set me up in, I don't want to put a timeline on it, maybe two years. Dad, if you're watching, I don't, I don't <laughs> <for> next year. <laughs> but um, hopefully that will set us up so that we can both have an income, I can stay home at least part of the time or have a nanny part of the time and be involved in my children's early life.
0: I think there's, okay, so... I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. But I think one of the biggest things that I got from this conversation and everyone that's on Twitter and on the chat can weigh in and what they took away. But I think the big thing here is just being intentional when you're setting goals or when you're doing anything within your business, really understanding who you are and living that day in and day out. You know, not going into January and saying, this week I'm going to sit down and plan all of these goals, but really looking at it, at, at continually working on it. It's a, it's a practice. It's an exercise that you have to keep conditioning.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Well, Erin, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I think you're fantastic, and everyone needs to make sure that they check out Glimpse. Where can we find you online?
1: PixologyRules.com.
0: And on Twitter at?
1: At PixologyRules.
0: And on Facebook at?
1: Pixology.Rules.
0: Oh, bummer. (laughs) Almost all PixologyRules. Erin, again, thank you so much. And um, everyone, make sure that you check her out. Uh, So you've just been watching the Young Female Entrepreneurs live stream. That happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific 9 Eastern. And that was Erin. We were talking about goal setting. If you're just tuning in live now, we'll have the replay over tomorrow on iTunes and on YouTube. It's episode 42. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll be back next Thursday, the 27th, and then transitioning into January where we're going to be having uh, Jules and Christina taking over my spot. So I'm actually going to be transitioning out of doing this kind of a thing in front of of the camera and having you the community taking over the interview spot so make sure that you stay involved that you show up that you are part of it so that you can um do fun stuff with our online events <laughs> all right this has been jennifer Donna with young thank you so much for watching and i'll see you next week